gifts wrapped up in blue released in this place everything was over the earth I have just seen that all over that place God wants to release something upon our lives you are not going out of this miracle night empty handed there are many my God, my God I have seen packages they are all wrapped with the same paper and it's blue my God, let there be a release. My God, let there be a release. Let there be a distribution of those packages, my God. Let the angels of God begin to distribute those gifts, my God. Let the angels of God begin to distribute them in this overnight. And Lord, I pray that will start with me. Let my own be released to me in the name of Jesus. Let my own be released. Let those packages be released. Let those packages be released. My God, release angels to begin to distribute. My God, do not pass my children. Remember my children, my God. We did not come to the house to waste time. Everybody ask God to give you the package that he ordained for you to receive tonight. My God, we claim our packages. We claim our blessing tonight. We claim our divine visitation. You will miss out at your own risk. I claim my package tonight. In the name of Jesus, I claim my package. I claim that package. I claim my gift. I claim my package. My God, the packages that you have released in Rivers of Life Assembly. I pray that you begin to distribute them. Man, no, 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 so Begin to take your package. Somebody take your package. There is a package in this overnight for you. Take 
your package. Claim your package. Take your package. In the name of Jesus, we take our packages. We take our packages. Somebody, your package is here. Your miracle that you've been waiting for a long time is here. Your breakthrough, your testimony is here. Somebody, claim it. Somebody, take it. My friend, take it. We take our packages. We take those packages. We take our blessings. We take our testimonies. We take our healing. We take our deliverance. We take our breakthrough. Somebody take over territories. We take the nations. We take over territories. By the power in the name of Jesus, we take over. We take over, my God. We claim our packages. Lord, release the packages of my children into their hands. We claim our packages. We claim our blessing tonight. We claim healing. We claim deliverance. We claim wholeness. Somebody claim your package. They are just still a few. I can see them. Some people have not checked what is theirs. But if they don't want it, Lord, give it to me. I am hungry. Give it to me. I take my package tonight. People of God, God has released packages. Claim your package. Claim your testimony. Claim your blessing. Claim your breakthrough. Claim your answer. Prayer. Somebody claim your blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, claim your blessing. Claim your blessing. Holy Spirit, release those blessings. Establish them into the hands of the people. He says, I'm releasing them. Open your hands and you shall be filled. My God, my God, fill our empty hands. My God, fill my empty hands with your blessing. Fill my empty hands with your miracles, with your signs and wonders. We claim our packages. We claim our testimonies. We claim our breakthroughs. We claim our sad prayer. We claim answers to our prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, we claim answers to our prayer. In the name of Jesus, somebody claim the answer to your prayer. It's here. Lord them with their packages that have been released from the heavens above. Whatever you have released from me in this overnight, Lord, I claim it and I take it. Somebody claim your blessing. The blessing that God has come with for you in this overnight. Let it locate you. Let it come into your hands. Somebody's hands are burning like fire. Somebody's hands are burning like fire. Because prosperity has come to you. Great prosperity and great success has come into your hands. There shall be a realization and there shall be a divine fulfillment. There shall be a performance. You thought that nothing will ever come to pass in your life. But every prophecy, every word spoken over you. Yes, it's coming to pass by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit divine. In the name of Jesus. 
Father, we thank you for visiting us tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for visiting us. My God, do wondrous things. Do amazing things. Do great and powerful things in our midst. Orchestrate your power in the mighty name of Jesus. That you talk to me and you're guiding me. Say unto my surprise, you're more real than the air I breathe. Oh, holy
tonight you chose to sit down but it's a night of prayer <coughs> hallelujah it's a night of prayer bring your children to church bring your children bring them in the presence of God hallelujah I want you to open the Bible to the book of Matthew 19 some of you, God has blessed you with children and you're keeping them there at home. You know, I, they can't go to the miracle night. There are some things you'll admire about the children who come for miracle nights. But the packages were released in the miracle. Hello? Matthew 19, everybody. What does it say? Are you there? Matthew 19, 14, everybody. Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. But Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. As our children will be treading the earth, some people will admire them. But they will not know what sacrifices they had to make. Hallelujah. Some of them, they are going to become irresistible and unblockable. And dangerously blessed. That Wall Street will have no choice but to give them the very best of the best of places. Praise the name of the living God. You forbid your children to come to the overnight. You are forbidding them to be blessed. Hallelujah. One of my children started come for, coming for the overnight at eight days. 
tell your neighbor, eight days. And she seems very confident, but I know whether she likes it or not. She has to serve God. She cannot escape it. Praise the name of the living God. From eight days old, the anointing. Tell your neighbor, how long have you been over attending the overnight? On, on, a, on every Friday. Hallelujah. So that bri-bri you see there, hallelujah. That bri-bri. Who knows bri-bri? Bri-bri, are you here? Bri-bri, are you here? She's been attending overnight since eight days old. It looks like it's crazy, but where can I go from his presence? Hallelujah. I want to ask Aunt Irene a question. Is the school Ingram God the one that God said? One of the leagues? To that one? Oh, okay. So children of God, blessings will always come to the children of God. That boy one day we were praying, God said he would take him to a good university. Praise the name of the living God. A good university. The only way you can make it to those schools, you pray for your children. Praise the name of the Lord. Keep them in the house of God. Yeah, even if they are sleeping, hallelujah. I've seen people who have been baptized in the Holy Ghost when they were sleeping. They woke up speaking in tongues. They woke up speaking. Praise the Lord. One time women were praying, then they hired a bodyguard, and this was in Kenya. Because they were only women, they were afraid. So they put that bodyguard there, and they were shandarabusai. And listen, the bodyguard was kind of, you know, what are these? I'm just guarding this. The Holy Ghost fell upon him. Praise the name of the living God. And he started to speak in tongues. Timothy, you speak in tongues one of these days. In the name of Jesus. You think mama is wasting time? The call of God is about to catch up with you, and you're like, robo shakarande and you not be able to stop yourself. May that river come to you and bombard you in Jesus' name, mighty name. Hallelujah. And every youth in this house, may the river of the Holy Spirit flow your way in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody say, and Jesus, and, and everybody say, hallelujah. God is a doctor is coming to preach tonight. I'm not preaching. Hallelujah. Let's appreciate Sister Shaiko. She ministered to us tonight. I hope you understood the message. Hallelujah. Some of you, the enemy turns your resting places into battlegrounds. Hello. So if you think you're going to sleep and put your legs up, be aware. Hallelujah. Or that I, uh, even God is aware you are tired, but that does not stop the devil from coming to knock on your address. Hello. That is why the prayer group for the, for the ministers in this house, there's a group we have which is called Abishai. Who knows Abishai group of intercessors? Hallelujah. You know, they pray. They pray. I will not disclose. Some, some, some ears that are, not, that are not supposed to be open are wide open. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want you to open your Bibles. To 2 Samuel 21 from verse 15. 
Abishai, everybody, you need Aaron and her. You cannot do the work of God by yourself. Moses was very anointed, highly anointed. He had the voice of God. In other words, don't think that in ministry you, you can be an island. You still need helpers. Tell your neighbor, we need helpers. Even Moses is anointed. He hears the voice of God. It, uh, it looks like he has everything together. But still, without Aaron and her, victory is a challenge. Praise the name of the living God. So I hope you are an Aaron and a her. Ask your neighbor, are you an Aaron and a her? Or you are something else? Are you supporting the hands of the man of God to stay up so you can win the battles? Or you are one of the ones that are pushing the hands of the man or the woman of God down to make sure that you just go down? Hello? Praise the name of the living God. Sometimes you're wondering why we are not winning. But are you supporting? Are you team support? Or your, your team decamping? Praise the name of the Lord. So if your team support, clap your hands to Jesus. God is using you. So without, without Aaron and her, Moses could not give or even help Israel. But with the ministry of Aaron and her, the ministry of Moses was effective. Praise the name of the living God. So many people are called, but when you don't have an Aaron and a her, your anointing will be defied. Praise the Lord. They will say you were a prophet, you were a prophet, but the anointing will be defied. Hallelujah. So everybody needs a, an Aaron and a her. So I say, that, let's read uh, 2 Samuel 21. 2 Samuel chapter 21, verse 15. When the Philistines were at war again with Israel, David and his servants, um, David and his servants with him went down and fought against the Philistines, and David grew faint. Everybody tell your neighbor, David grew faint. faint. I didn't see you. Tell your neighbor, David grew faint. David the king grew faint. David the man after God's heart grew faint. David the anointed one grew faint. But listen to something. Then Ishbe Benon, who was one of the sons of the giant, the weight of whose bronze spear was 300 shekels, who was bearing a new sword, thought he would kill David. When the enemy saw that David was weak, when he was faint, he knew that the, the king cannot fight anymore. His strength is all gone. The Bible says there was one of the sons of the giant and the weight of whose bronze spear was 300 shekels who was bearing a new sword. The enemy sometimes has new swords that have mm. not worked and is looking for somebody to deploy them upon. In the name of Jesus. You know, everybody has what they call an unguarded hour. And most of that unguarded hour is either you are sleeping or you are faint or you are tired or you're exhausted. It's your unguarded hour. That is why everyone needs an Aaron and a Ha. You can only do so much. You were a prophet, you were anointed, but guess what? You're not supernatural. Praise the Lord. Amen. You get tired. Even the Bible says that Jesus was tired. Hello? 
Are you there, church? Yes. So when this man was excited, I got the king. I'm going to finish him off. When he was clapping his hands, I'm, I'm going to receive what I've been waiting for. Listen to me, children of God. There was a man planted somewhere. And his name was Abishai. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you need an Abishai. Abishai. But Abishai. But. But Abishai, the son of Zuria. This son of the giant would have finished David. But. But Abishai. This, man, this son of the giant would have slain David with a new sword, but... Abishai. Tell your neighbor, but... Abishai. But Abishai, the son of Zuri, came to his aid he and struck the Philistine. Aid. He came to his aid. Everybody needs helpers. When they, you see the word aid, you, it means help. He came to his help. Pastor Bella is a prayer warrior, but there are times when she needs your help. Don't say, oh, she's anointed. I don't need to pray for her. Don't say she sees in the spirit. The more you pray for me, the more I see. The more I become accurate. The more I become anointed. The more I become powerful. The more, the more heights I travel in the spirit, the more you go up as well. Some ministries can be plateaued because the leader is plateaued in the spirit. If I don't change levels every week, you not change levels. I know you're a good fasting warrior. Hallelujah. Because the anointing flows from the top to the bottom. So every single day, make it a point. Pray for your leader. Because if they don't advance, you cannot advance. You are plateaued. If they are beaten, you will also be beaten. If they go down, you go down. When the hands of Moses went down, the, the Israel suffered defeat in battle. Praise the name of the living God. Praise the name of the living God. But, the, but Abishai. Abishai. Can you finish the scripture? But Abishai, the son of Zuria, came to his aid and struck the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swore to him, saying, You shall go out no more with us to battle, lest you quench the lamp of Israel. What do you make of these men? King, don't come anymore to battle. You're going to cause us to be ashamed. Just because one night you were tired and you could not fight. Hello? Tell your neighbor, if I know some nights I can't perform, but it doesn't make me, it is not a license for you to disqualify me. Hello? I know yesterday I was weak, but it is not a license for you to count me out. So these men were counting David out. They were saying, you are about to cause the lamp of Israel to be quenched. Mm -mm. I was just tired. I'm a giant slayer. I was just tired yesterday. I was just having a bad day. Anybody been there where you're having a bad day? Does that make you a bad warrior? Does that make you a bad student? No. Everybody has a bad day. You can have a bad day. May that bad day never disqualify you. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the bad day never disqualify you. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. As we're going to wait for apostle, we are going to pray. Tell your neighbor we are going to pray. Someone has said, ah, they've been praying since. No, we came to pray. We didn't come to warm those seats. Tell your neighbor we came to pray. Say, Lord, activate my Abishai. Activate Abishai's. 
Activate the ministry of Abishai. Activate the ministry of divine help us. As Dr. David, <coughs> as Dr. David is coming to the pulpit, I want us to pray in this midnight gate of prayer. Hallelujah. That God will activate Abishai. And another thing we are going to pray before you even rise up to your seat, I want you to go to Psalm 116, everybody. Psalm 116. Psalm 116. From verse 8. From verse 8. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I walk, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Praise the name of the Lord. I want everybody to believe God to deliver your soul from death, yes, Lord. your eyes from tears, tears. your feet from falling. falling. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Are you ready to pray? Yes, ma'am. It will be just five minutes. Hallelujah. Are you ready to rise up to your feet? Rise up to your feet. We thank you, Jesus, for tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that you activate the ministry of divine helpers round about us. That we shall not lack help in anything and in any way. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we pray, oh God, that you activate the Abishais. That you raise up Abishais, my God, to strike our enemies that want to finish us in our weakest moments. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, raise up an Abishai. My God, to strike every giant that wants to take me down in my unguarded hour. In the mighty name of Jesus, raise up Abishais, oh God, that will strike down the strong man. That will strike down the principality before it takes me down in my unguarded hour. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm praying, oh God, we are lifting up prayer in these midnight gates of prayer, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we stand in the midnight gates of prayer and we pray, oh God, arise and raise up Abishai's, raise up Aaron's and hers. My God, to support us in our weakest moments. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that the Philistine will not strike us down, that the Philistine will not take advantage over us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm praying for divine activation of the ministry of divine helpers. In the name of Jesus, let there be a divine activation of the ministry of divine helpers. In the mighty name of Jesus, activate the ministry of help round about rivers of life assembly. In the mighty name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we are raising our prayer before you, O God. My God, if you don't give me help. I cannot make it. My help is in the name of the Lord. My God, let there be a release of helpers. Let there be a release of God. Let there be a release of Abishai's that can fight when I cannot fight. That can strike the enemy when I cannot strike the enemy because I am faint because I am frail. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am praying for the anointing of the Spirit of God that was upon Abishai to be released upon some men and some women in the house. That my God, they 
shall rise up uh, in the wee hours of the night, my God, uh, and strike the giants that want to take down the man and the woman of God in their unguarded hour. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Limoroko satayaman tonokusitaya. Brobonoko satayaman tanakukataya. Mantanakositaya. Every power that is expecting our downfall. Lemonoko satayaya. Let it receive disappointment uh, by the ministry of Abishai and Aaron's and hers. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the Nekushat Ayaman Tenekushikaya. Rimpronokoshat Ayamembrenikushikaya. Zempenema Shataya. Mandanika Shataya. We shall not die in our unguarded hour. We shall not fall in our unguarded hour. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We shall not go down in our unguarded hour. In the mighty name of Jesus. We shall not be finished in our unguarded hour. In the mighty name of Jesus. We shall not be struck in our unguarded hour. In the mighty name of Jesus, we shall not be finished by the enemy in our unguarded hour. When we are tired, when we are frail, when we are weak, the enemy shall not be able to exert a new sword upon us. In the name of Jesus, just like they did not prevail against David because of the presence of Abishai, I pray that the new sword the enemy has designed to take you down shall not prevail over you because of the Abishai that God has planted around you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we activate Abishai. We activate Abishai. By the power of prayer, we activate the ministry of Abishai. Round about us, my God, plant my warriors. Plant warriors. My God, who can fight when we cannot fight? Who will fight when we are sleeping? Who will fight when we are resting, oh God? In the mighty name of Jesus, raise up Abishai that will strike evil powers in the wee hours of the night as we take a rest, oh God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Mendorobosha, my God, raise up intercessors, raise up prayer warriors, raise up prayer addicts, oh God, who will strike my God, my God, every enemy that has been waiting, my God, waiting in want of my soul, waiting in want of my soul, my God, may you release an Abishai to strike them and cut them into irreparable pieces. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Mandela Boshet, I am under the Boshet, I am Candodo Boshet, I am under the Bocat, I am Candodo Boshet, I am. The enemy shall not exert upon me in my unguarded hour, in my hour of weakness, in my hour when my strength has, has weakened. The enemy shall not be able to exert upon me. Say, Lord, plant Abishai's round about me. Plant men and women like Abishai round about me who will strike my God, who will strike the giant, who will strike powers that want to strike me in my unguarded hour. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, he in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, we have prayed and we are going to take another prayer. The Bible says, for you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling said this year 2022 oh god deliver my soul from death in the name of jesus deliver my soul the souls of my children from death oh god in the mighty name of jesus i pray oh god that you arise and deliver my soul from death deliver my soul from death oh god in the name of jesus deliver us from death deliver us from death deliver us from death disconnect us from death in the name of jesus every covenant of death speaking against us activated 
against us. We cancel it by the blood of Jesus. We cancel it by the fire of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of death that has been activated, that has been released, that has been assigned, that has been projected, let it be arrested, let it be destroyed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, tonight, oh God, we petition thee to deliver our soul from death. In the name of Jesus, deliver my soul from death, deliver my eyes from tears and my feet from falling in the mighty name of Jesus men dene kushet iye imbrodo moshet iye bregede moshet iye we reverse the arrow of untimely death we reverse the arrow of sudden death we reverse evil arrows every arrow of death that has been shot against us so we reverse it by the blood of Jesus we reverse it by the blood of Jesus we reverse it by the blood of Jesus we reverse it we reverse the arrow of death and hell we reverse it by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let every evil arrow flying for our sake be arrested and destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus, evil arrows flying against us in the realms of the spirit. Let those arrows be arrested. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every evil arrow be arrested. Let the arrow of death be arrested. In the name of the Lord Jesus, somebody arrest the arrow of death that is flying against your life, that is looking for your soul. In Tonight by prayer, let the arrow of death be intercepted. Let the arrow of death be intercepted by the blood of Jesus. Let the arrow of death be blocked. Be blocked off from rivers of life assembly. We block the arrow of death by prayer in the name of Jesus. We block the arrow of death. We block every projection of death in the name of Jesus. We command the projection of death to fail in the name of Jesus. Every astral altar where they are projecting death, witchcraft altars from where death is being projected. Let those altars be dismantled, be overturned, and be destroyed. Any altar releasing death against us, we release the blood of Jesus against it. In the name of Jesus, in any Say any altar releasing death and speaking death against me, I release the blood of Jesus against it. Let the blood of Jesus destroy it. Let the blood of Jesus fight it. Let the blood of Jesus dismantle it. Let the blood of Jesus overturn it. Let the blood of Jesus crush it. In the mighty name of Jesus, Ikene Bozondo, Brokono Bozondo, Brokono Bozondo, Brikono Bazanda, Makoto Bazondo, Makoto Bazondo, Zikoto Bozondo, Ikoto Bozondo, Otas in the underworld, Otas in the marine kingdom, Otas in villages, Otas in our backgrounds, releasing death against us. We release the blood of Jesus against them. We release the blood of Jesus against those Otas. We release the blood of Jesus. We release the blood of Jesus upon evil altars where the arrow of death is coming from to attack us, to overtake us. We shall not die. We shall not die. Let the arrow of death be arrested by the fire of the Holy Ghost. We arrest the arrow of death by the power of prayer. We arrest the arrow of death. Every arrow of death released against me. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost consume it. We withdraw our names and the names of our children from graveyard altars in the name of Jesus. We withdraw our names from evil altars of death in the name of Jesus. Every enchantment of death, we cancel it now by the blood of Jesus. Every death sentence, we revoke it now 
by the blood of Jesus, revoke it, revoke it. Deliver our souls from death tonight, oh God. Deliver my soul, deliver the souls of my children from death. In the name of Jesus, let every projection of death be aborted by the blood of Jesus. We abort the projection of death. We abort every projection of death by the blood of Jesus. Let the projections of death be aborted. Let the arrow of death be arrested and destroyed. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Pursue you shall overtake and you shall recover all that the spirit of death had stolen from you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pursue the spirit of death. We overtake it and we recover whatever it had stolen from us. In the name of Jesus, you agent of death, we strip you of your power. In the name of Jesus, we strip you of your power. We remove our names from evil altars of death. In the name of Jesus, I remove my name. By the blood of Jesus, I remove my name. By the blood of Jesus, I remove my name, the names of my children, the names of this ministry. We remove them from the altars of death and hell, from the altars of the graveyard. We retrieve our names. We retrieve the logo of this ministry from every altar of death. In the name of Jesus, we shall not die prematurely. Every covenant of death over our heads, we cancel it. By the blood of Jesus, we break out of every covenant of death. Lord, my God, deliver our souls. Deliver our souls from death. Deliver our eyes from crying this year. We shall not weep this year. Say, I will not weep this year. In the name of Jesus, deliver my eyes from tears. In the name of Jesus, I will not weep over my children. My children will not weep over me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Me zogodo sataya. Bro zogodo bataya. Deliver our eyes from tears, oh God. Deliver the eyes of our children from tears. In the name of Jesus. Now we pray, oh God, that you deliver our feet from falling. This year 2022, we shall not fall and we shall not fail. In the name of Jesus, deliver my feet from falling, oh God. Deliver my feet from falling, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver my feet, oh God, from falling. Deliver my feet from falling. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver my feet from falling. In the name of Jesus, deliver my feet from falling. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver our feet from falling, oh God. Deliver the feet of this ministry from falling. Deliver my feet, oh God, from falling. Somebody lift up prayer. Pray for your feet. You shall not stumble and fall this year. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver my feet, oh God, from falling. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver my feet. Deliver the feet of my children from falling. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver my feet, oh God. Deliver my feet from falling, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver my feet, oh God. From falling in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to open your Bibles in the book of Psalm 79. Psalm 79, everybody. Psalm 79. We are praying. Tell your neighbor we are praying. We are doing what brought us in this house tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 79, verse 11. Read it out loud if you dare. Let the groaning of the prisoner come before you. According to the greatness of your power, preserve those who are appointed to die. Preserve those who are appointed to die. So, Lord, deliver me from every appointment with death. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus, any appointment I have with death this year, let it be cancelled, let it be abolished by the blood of Jesus, let it be cancelled and let it be abolished by the power in the blood of Jesus, let it be cancelled, let it be cancelled by the power in the blood of Jesus every appointment with death we cancel it, any appointment we have with death we cancel it, anyone appointed to die this year, may God preserve you, may God deliver you, in the mighty name of Jesus the Bible says, let the groanings of the prisoner come before you according to the greatness of your power, preserve those who are appointed to die, anyone appointed to die in this ministry this year, receive deliverance by fire in the mighty name of Jesus, anyone appointed to die in 2022 may the Lord deliver you, may the Lord preserve you, anyone appointed to die, anyone appointed to die in our lives, let them be delivered, anyone appointed to die in this ministry this year may you receive deliverance by the blood of Jesus, may God preserve you, may God protect you may God under God you, Lord deliver us from every appointment we have with death and hell, in the name of Jesus, deliver us from death and preserve us, oh God, every appointment of death, let it be cancelled by the blood of Jesus, let it be abolished, in the mighty name of Jesus hallelujah and the Bible says Proverbs 27 verse 12 Proverbs 27 verse 12 a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself but the Bible says the simple pass on and they are punished a prudent man foresees evil and does what? Some foolish people say, you know, me I'm anointed. I don't fear. God has warned you there is a serpent there. Don't go by that way. You know, I am protected by the blood of Jesus. Don't be foolish. God has called us to walk in wisdom. There's a reason why he shows you certain things he shows you. There's a reason why you know certain things you know. There's a reason why in your dreams you see some people and they're in the church and they're fighting you. They're, in, they're doing what? They're fighting you. God is telling you, set a prayer watch. Don't be foolish. You foresee evil. This is dangerous. And then you just keep going, going. Hide yourself. Tell your neighbor, hide yourself. Hide yourself. When you foresee evil, you hide yourself. Say, Lord, hide me in your presence. From all the wickedness of the wicked around me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, hide me from the wickedness of the wicked. In the mighty name of Jesus, hide me, oh God, from all the wickedness of the wicked round about me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, hide me in your presence. Hide me. Hide rivers of life assembly from the wickedness of the wicked round about us. In the mighty name of Jesus, hide us and let evil pass over us. Hide our children and let evil pass over them. In the mighty name of Jesus, hide our children. Hide our children. Somebody say, God, hide my children and let evil pass over them. Them. Let evil never catch up with them. In the mighty name of Jesus, I petition you, oh God, to hide us. Hide us, oh God. Hide us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, hide us. That we will not be punished by the powers of darkness. That we will not be punished by the enemy. That we will not be punished. My God, hide us under the shadow of the almighty God. Lord, hide us. Hide us under the shelter of your wings. Hide us, we pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And everybody say, everybody say and the Bible says in Proverbs 26 verse 27 whoever digs a pit will fall into it and he who rolls a stone will have it rolled back to him 
he who rolls the stone will have it roll back to him. In other words, if you try to put a stone here to block somebody, that stone at one point will roll back to block you. Hello? He who diggeth a pit will fall into it. Proverbs 26, 27. Say in the name of Jesus, by the authority given unto me by the Holy Scriptures, every power that has been digging a pit for my life, for my health, for my finances, for my business, for my ministry, for my home, for my marriage, for my destiny. I command that power to fall into the pit that it has been digging in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. And the power that has been digging a pit for me, I command you fall into your pit. In the name of Jesus, fall into your pit. Fall into your pit. Fall into your pit. In the name of Jesus. And the power digging a pit for my home, digging a pit for my children, digging a pit for my finances, digging a pit for this ministry, digging a pit for my destiny. I command you to fall into your pit. In the name of Jesus, fall into your pit. Fall into your pit. Fall into your pit. And the power that has been digging a pit for my placement, digging a pit for my business, digging a pit for my finances, I command you to fall into your pit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, fall into your pit. Fall into your pit. Fall into your pit. Powers that have been digging a pit for rivers of life assembly, we command you to fall into your pit. In the name of Jesus, powers that are digging a pit for the Mukono Leadership Summit, we command those powers to fall into their pits. In the name of Jesus, fall into your pits. Fall into your pits. We command you, fall into your pits. In the name of Jesus, as it is written, he who diggeth a pit shall fall into it. In the name of Jesus, send a power that has been digging a pit for us. We command them to fall into their pits. In the name of Jesus, let them fall into their pits while we escape safely. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody say, Amen. Let me hear the whole church say. I want you to minister to the Lord in, in one minute. Give us those new territories. Give us those new nations, oh God. We break limitations. We destroy satanic full stops upon our lives. We arrest every full stop. Anyone the enemy has stopped, they put a full stop upon you. I arrest that full stop by the supernatural power in the blood of Jesus. We arrest every full stop on rivers of life assembly, spiritually, physically, financially, and numerically. We arrest every demonic full stop by the blood of Jesus. We arrest every witchcraft full stop. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare, we cannot be stopped. We shall not be stopped. We are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus, we declare we are unstoppable. We are unblockable. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare we advance. At the speed of the Holy Ghost, we advance. At the speed of the Holy Ghost, we take over. At the speed of the Holy Ghost, we take over. I don't hear you, saints of God. Take over new territories. Take over new territories in the realms of the spirit. We take over new territories. We take over new territories in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. And everybody say amen. As you put your hands together, let's receive the man of God to the pulpit. Come and put your hands together, everybody, for the Lord, God Almighty, for His grace, His goodness, His power, His spirit, and everything He has done in this place. Would you turn to three people around you 
Hallelujah. Celebrate with them the love of God. Hallelujah. Just walk to somebody. Somebody you didn't come with. Somebody around you. Somebody next to you. Hallelujah. Celebrate them with the love of God. Celebrate the goodness of Jesus in the house of God Almighty. For he is worthy of all the praising, of all the honor, and of all the glory. His name is Emmanuel. Wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his house for to order it and to establish it for the zeal of the Lord shall perform this. Somebody shout hallelujah. We're in a new season and we celebrate God for what he is doing in our lives for his grace, his mercy, his loving kindness toward us, toward you and I. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, I can hear you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Can we appreciate Pastor Rita Bella for that labor in the word of God and prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God is an awesome God. What a wonderful time we had in the presence of God in worship. I mean, I didn't feel like stopping, you know. Amen. Sometimes you feel like you're uh, climbing some ladders in the spirit and you're this close to snatching something new out of the spiritual realm in the presence of God. Amen. Sometimes we just got to forget about the protocol and about the agendas and everything else on the program. Amen. And just surrender our role unto the name of the living God. So can we appreciate the Lord? for that time we had in the presence of Almighty God, everybody. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen, amen. Also, can we appreciate Sister Shaiko for that ministry in the word of God? Amen, amen, amen. I would love us to appreciate everybody who is standing with the work of God spiritually, prayerfully, financially, economically, in every aspect of life. As we all know, we do have the Higher Life Leadership Summit uh, taking place just approximately a month away from now, give or take, if you will. So this is happening. It's just around the corner. Hallelujah. And uh, some of you have financially sown into it in as much as we still need a whole lot of money, but I will appreciate you all for the great work of God that you are doing. Somebody shout amen. Can we uh, clap our hands unto every seed sower in the house of God. Every seed which has come in, we appreciate it. Thank you for sowing bountifully. The Bible says if you sow bountifully, you shall definitely be able to reap bountifully as well. For God loveth a cheerful giver. Somebody shout amen. There's a scripture in the book of Psalms that says that uh, they that sow in tears shall do what? Shall rip in joy. Is it Psalm 126? Somewhere down the road. Amen. But uh, they that sow in tears shall rip in joy. Wherefore, as you're sowing, what, what, what does it mean to sow in tears? Trust me, sometimes, not even just sometimes, every time I think I'm sowing, uh, I've never sowed with a lot of joy in my heart. Because it's always a sacrificial offering and it's painful, you know, to extract something out of you. Maybe it was for your uh, next bill or your uh, mortgage or your rent or whatever it may be. But uh, uh, for the sake of the kingdom, you chose to sacrifice that. Amen. So the Bible says, he that goeth uh, forth and a whip and whippeth bearing precious seed shall doubtless do what? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 
So the Bible says that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. That's the scripture I'm looking for. So God is a good God. Amen. So as you are sowing toward this work of God and toward this cause, the Lord will bless you. He has promised and faithful is he who calleth you who shall also be able to do it. That's it. Psalm 126 verse number 5. Thank you very much. They that sow in tears shall do what? Everybody read it again. They that sow in shall do what? One more time, everybody. In tears shall. Also, Acts 20, verse number 35. Can we read it together? Now, this was Paul reminding the, uh, the sowers that I remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. When he spake unto us in the days wherein he was still among us. How we say that? What, everybody? I've showed you all things how so that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is say doing what? It is more. So he is recalling unto remembrance the words of our Lord Jesus. As we all know in John 21, the Bible speaketh about how many works Jesus did that were not even recorded. That I suppose even if the world, uh, if the books were, if uh, all the works were to be put in books and written out, the world would not even be able to contain the works of Jesus. So when I read Acts 20, 35, I went back into the synaptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and tried to look for that, and I never found it. So I realized is actually there were some books that were written or some words which were spoken by our Lord that were never recorded in the Bible. But now this is a writer also saying remember the words of our Lord Jesus when he was still with us and he said it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Many of you always want to be on the receiving end but it's good to be on the giving end. You can give what you don't have. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. And if you're always on the receiving end, receiving end, receiving end, and you're not giving out hallelujah, amen, you will be bound and ostracized and rejected and cocooned in poverty. But by the grace of God, we've got to learn how to give for the cause of the kingdom of God Almighty. Luke 638, everybody, what does it say? Give. It shall be given back unto you. What? Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. And running over and the bible says with the same measure that you met with all it shall be measured back unto you again for with the same measure if you are so sparingly you shall reap sparingly so with the same measure that you met with all in the aspect of giving because many of us read luke 638 and we stop on the exciting part which is uh good measure press down shaking together and running over Hallelujah. But I love the last line, which is, for with the same measure that you made, it shall be measured unto you again. Mm. For with the same measure that you made with all, with all means in consideration of. With all is a King James terminology, which simply means in consideration of. In the same measure that you give in consideration of. Uh-huh. It shall be measured unto you. If you're considering how small your wallet is and how your pocketbook is, and if you're considering, you know, it shall be measured unto you again. Can somebody shout amen? Is it Second Corinthians 9, 6, and 7? Can we read it together? Second Corinthians 9, 6, and 7. Everybody, what does it say? Uh-huh. In verse number 7, 
Mm. So don't you give grudgingly, complaining, I gave in the doctor board in your Mercedes. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. I gave and uh, he's wearing a nice good old suit. Amen. This central money. Hallelujah. Somebody showed hallelujah. So a lot of us, we know how to give and then we uh, grumble over our seeds. The Bible says, for God so loveth. Mm, a cheerful giver. That when you give, don't you give, you know, whining and complaining about everything that happens in the house of God. I gave and the man of God never recognized me. Sometimes if I recognize you, that's all you will get. Amen. But the Bible says if you give, let not even your right hand know what your left hand is doing. That your father who seeth in the secret place shall do what? Shall bless you and reward you openly. So sometimes just get a, a ten thousand dollar check and come and slip it into the bucket, uh, you know, the uh, the the bucket and get a, a credit card and just come and swipe it over. Hallelujah! Don't you even tell nobody. Hey Amen. Just go, just go withdraw some cash, two thousand dollars, and come in. I uh, slip it into the giving offering basket. Amen. And don't you tell nobody about it. Hallelujah! And the God who seeth in the secret place. God have mercy, shall reward you openly. Somebody shout amen. amen. While you're standing, we're going to be getting into the word of God. And if you're sitting down, I will request you to rise up to your feet for the reading of God's word. And I will invite your attention, everybody, to the uh, book of 2 Kings chapter number 2. 2 Kings chapter number 2. I love the word of God. Second Kings chapter number two. We're going to read from verse number 18 down all the way through 22. Second Kings chapter 18. Excuse me, chapter two, verse number 18 through verse number 22. God is an awesome God. And when you have it, say amen. The Bible goes on to say, everybody, and when they came again unto him, for he tarried at Jericho, he said unto them, Did I not say unto you, Go not? And the man of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of the city is pleasant, as my Lord seeth, but the water is not, and the ground barren. Can we read verse number 18 and 19 one more time before we read on everybody? For he tarried where? For he tarried where? He said unto them, did I not say unto you, go now. Verse number 19, and the man of the city, what city? What city? All right, so now we're together. And the man of the city in parenthesis, Jericho, said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord seeth, but the water is not as the, and the ground barren. Verse number 20, 21 and 22, can we read it all together? And they said, Bring me a new cruise and put salt therein. And they brought it unto him. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters. And cast the soul in there and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have held these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. So the waters were held until this day, according to the saying of, the, of Elisha, which is spec. Somebody shout, Hallelujah. I can't hear you. Somebody shout hallelujah. One more time, everybody shout hallelujah. 
by the grace of God as I've been given a privilege to stand before you I'm going to be discussing from the subject repairing the faulty lines in the gates and foundations somebody said repairing the faulty lines in the gates and foundations one more time would you everybody say it again like you got some power in you And can we all pray, Father, Son, and Spirit, we magnify your holy name, giving your praise, glory, and honor. Great God that you are, we celebrate your praises, your power, your Holy Spirit, even the very privilege that you have extended unto us, your people to come in your house and worship you. We come from several places, several regions, people of every nation, language, tribe, and tongue, but we gather under one cause, which cause is to worship them and magnify the precious and magnificent name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We ascribe all the glory, all the praise and all the honor unto your matchless name. Even now as we gather down in the presence of Almighty God, release a realm of word, oh God, speak to somebody. A word in our hearts, in our spirit, man. A word, oh God, that shall speak unto their hearts of we, your people are dealing with the diverse situations that your people may be dealing with from the least even unto the greatest. We invite your Holy Spirit. We invite your counsel. We invite your presence even now to teach us and to guide us in this word of truth. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' matchless name. Somebody shout hallelujah. And you may take your seats in the presence of the living God. The ministry of the word of God. With such great honor do we extend this ministry unto the body of Christ. Knowing it's been given unto us as a privilege. For we were not called and the people that were not called have now been called the people of the living God. As the Bible says, for not many mighty, not many noble, not many uh, great men are called, but God has chosen the foolish things, foolish men, foolish people of this world to confound the wisdom of the wise. And God has chosen the weak things and the best things of this world to put unto nothing the wisdom of the wise men. That no flesh should glory in the presence of God. Wherefore, when we are given a privilege to come and bring the glad tidings, which is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, we don't take this for granted. The Bible says, 2 Timothy 5, 17, Let the elders that rule well, hallelujah, be counted worthy of double honor, especially they that labor in the word of God and doctrine. To labor in the word, to sit down and begin to clearly and intentionally uh, scrutinize scripture. As the Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth you sit down and intentionally uh, scrutinize every scripture every content in the word of god to labor in the word of god and doctrine and teaching 
My God, when Paul began to labor in the doctrine of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I will remind you, uh, was it Acts 19, verse number 8 through verse number 11, he went into the school of one called Tyrannus and he was there disputing daily in the temple, in the synagogues, and uh, many people even de uh, de devoured uh, or, or deserted the word of God. But Paul, the Bible says he disputed in their uh, synagogues. And if you read that line, verse number 8, and he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for the space of three months disputing and persuading men my God, the things concerning the kingdom of God. You've got to be a man of the word. How can you dispute among doctors and lawyers and uh, teachers and Pharisees and chief priests who know the word inside out? Uh, Paul was a, a teacher of the word. He's called the apostle of the Gentiles and he was disputing with the word of the living God. The Bible calls him the man who labored tremendously uh, more than they all. And the Bible says, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they that labor, that travail in the word of God and doctrine. It's easy to come up with a song and lift up holy hands and uh, worship, but it's not easy uh, to read the Bible, Genesis, all the way down unto Revelation, from cover unto cover, and you get into very difficult books like Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Nahum, and you begin to break them all down, hallelujah. But you need to do this intentionally to show yourself approved unto God, approved unto God. God. Like I've heard, I've heard some people testifying about how some of them have got into a very powerful universities and colleges in the United States of America. Some of them have gone into schools and uh, some of them have uh, a bachelor's degrees and a master's degrees and uh, a PhDs if you will. But uh, by the time they, they come out, they're being approved and some of them are crowned medical doctors and engineers and, and nurses and, uh, and uh, lawyers. And these are people that labored academically but now we labor in the word of God to be approved unto God workmen that need not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth somebody shout amen Wherefore Paul labored tremendously. He labored. I love the, what he wrote in 1 Corinthians 15 verse number 9 and verse number 10. He says, I am the least of all the apostles who I am not meet or worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Nevertheless, I am what I am because of his grace and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly yet not i but the grace of god hallelujah he said i labored in prayer i labored in the word of god i was shipwrecked i was uh, uh sown asunder i was scandalized uh, uh, many things were spoken about me i was whooped i labored in the word of god i love what he says in second timothy 4 7 and 8 and he says i have fought the good fight and i have done what finished my course my God, look at that. I fought the good fight. I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to learn how to fight the good fight. Listen to verse number 8. And now the Bible says, and henceforth there is later for me a crown 
of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me only but also unto you and everybody here under the sound of my voice and those watching online if we love and labor in his name uh, faithfully somebody shout hallelujah wherefore allow me to labor in this word of God I love to dispute against uh, uh, heresies and against the teachings of the satanic world because uh, the Bible says in the last days or in the latter days men shall not uh, listen to the word of God but they shall depart from the faith and giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils Wherefore, be ready in season and out of season. Preach the word of God, whether you feel like doing it or you don't feel like doing it. My God, somebody shout amen. I love people who are going to labor tremendously in the word of God, not just in prayer. You sit and open Bibles and uh, sometimes I used to sit down and I have the new King James and I have the King James and I got the Amplified and I got in, uh, many other versions just trying to understand things that don't make sense to me at all. The word reveals the word. The Bible does reveal the Bible. I call it chain referencing scripture. That one, one reference will refer to something else and it is all chain referenced and uh, intertwined into one another. It is called the word of God Almighty. The incorruptible word of God. If I'm talking to somebody and you are still with me, somebody shout amen. You and I have read a context out of scripture. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse number 18 through verse number 22. We see a man of God in scripture, uh, very familiar to this generation. We've, we've come to know about Elisha, the ministry of Elisha, the works of Elisha, the man of God. And uh, many people have said he was a man of God with a double portion anointing, but I beg to differ, which I'm not going to speak about today. That's your for another day and another revelation altogether. Somebody say amen. Mm, oh yes. Hallelujah. Uh, so in as much as Elisha has been with Elijah and he has learned a lot of things out of uh, the ministry of Elijah and Elijah has passed down the baton or the keys of, uh, 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 of the ministry unto Elisha. Elijah has ascended into glory. Imagine if you are living in such days and you were beheld a man of God and chariots and horses of fire came out of nowhere and swooped him off the ground in your very own eyes. Lord have mercy. These men were a class apart. Elijah fought with powers of darkness, fought with principalities, fought with ruling kings at the time. He fought against Ahab, who was under the influence of a spirit called Jezebel. First Kings 21 verse number 25, the Bible says, And there was nobody like unto Ahab who sold himself to do wickedness in the sight of the Lord, because his wife Jezebel stirred him up. Ahab was simply a puppet ruling on the throne. He was a face of the forefront of the kingship, of the rulership of Israel. But behind Ahab, he was being stirred by the spirit 
of Jezebel. Jezebel was a ruler behind the scenes. This is why we, this is also witnessing the, in the slaying of Naboth. And uh, Naboth, by the way, uh, Ahab came and uh, spoke unto Naboth in good peace and said, give me your vineyard and I shall give you the price, the worth of it. And uh, Naboth said, God forbid that I should sell the inheritance of my daddies. And uh, Ahab went back home, his face uh, sullen and down depressed. Hallelujah. And Ahab took it to be okay. But his wife Jezebel. It was not Ahab's idea to slay Naboth. It was Jezebel's idea. Ahab actually accepted the answer of Naboth. But going by home, uh, Jezebel said, Are you not the king overall of Israel? Simply sit down and I shall give unto you the vineyard of Naboth. She conspired men, 40 men, and they uh, consecrated a fast and they invited Naboth. Sometimes we need to be careful when people invite you to feasts. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to go into the details of that. Oh, yes, yeah. sometimes be careful when people invite you and... Uh, because ah, sometimes through all of that nonsense, that's why people have gotten slain and poisoned and eaten sorceries and witchcrafts. There are times that uh, you should be very, very careful. Snares are set before you. The devil walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He has found his way into the house of God. He has found his way into your home. He's found his way into your inner circles. If he found his way in the ministry of Jesus and he was numbered with the twelve and we have Judas Iscariot and he used to be uh, to hold the money the money, the money, the money um, offering basket and uh, he used to take money out of it but the Lord allowed him to be there for a reason. This man actually betrayed the Lord of glory for only 30 pieces of silver. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If he made his way into the inner circle of Jesus, how much more are you? How much more in rivers of life? How much more among your peers and your friends? Be careful. Tell somebody, be careful. May God safeguard you from the conspiracies of men and from the insurrections of the workers of iniquity. Ladies and gentlemen, Elisha has been in ministry and Elisha has seen Elijah literally go up into heaven. And uh, we all know the story of Elijah and Elisha, how they work together. This began in Abel Mehola when Elijah found Elisha and Elisha was plowing and Elisha was with, with 12 uh, yoke of oxen and he was actually with the 12th and Elijah took his mantle, cast it upon Elisha and Elisha ran after Elijah. He became his servant and followed after him for 13 long years in the making. He emulated the things of Elijah. He learned about Elijah. He learned the fear of God. He traveled as Elijah traveled. This is why when Elijah is about to go away, he says, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. And Elijah said, you've, you've asked for a very difficult thing. Never. The less if you see me while I am being taken away from you, it shall be so for you. If if you don't see me, if you open not your eyes, and uh, not the carnal eyes, but the spiritual eyes, you it shall not be so for you. Uh, that's why the Bible says, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Let your eyes be alert. Let your eyes be open. Watch and pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
Elisha picked up the mantle of Elijah and many things have begun to happen in Israel. Elijah has gone to heaven and the Bible says now 50 men of the sons of the prophet are the mighty men, the strong men of the sons of the prophet come unto Elisha and say maybe the spirit of the living God has picked him up and cast him down in some mountain or some valley. How about you send some of us to go search him out? And they went and they searched out for Elijah for a three days journey came back and found him not and they said unto Elisha we found him not and he said did I not say unto you go not because I know the God whom I serve he has taken my master Elijah and now as, as we speak Elijah is sitting with the angels of God in heaven above with his physical body flesh and blood sitting in heaven my God what a man of God and the Bible says the city where Elisha was was called Jericho. Somebody said Jericho. I need for you to understand something about Jericho. Where does Jericho begin out of? Well, of course, we know how the Israelites were coming into the promised land to possess the promised land. And uh, the first city they came into after the wilderness was Gilgal. In uh, Joshua 5, verse number 8, they came unto Gilgal. And in Joshua 5, 13, uh, Joshua came unto Jericho. And the Bible says uh, it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, there stood over a man over against him. Hallelujah. And when Joshua Joshua saw the man and said, are you for us or for our adversaries? This is was he was by Jericho and listened to what the man says unto him. No, I'm not on your side and I'm not on their side as well. Hallelujah. But as commander of the armies of God, that means I'm on the side of God. So choose what side you belong to. If you belong to the side of the devil, be on that side. If you belong to God's side, I'm simply on God's side. So you might as well come and join me. Hallelujah. Uh, nay, but as Commander of the armies of the living God, am I now come? The commander of God's armies never showed up until they came to Jericho. A Gilgal was where they first ate the fruits of the land. And this is where the manna seized and uh, uh, the quail seized as well. And they had to live by faith. Hallelujah. Because the manna has seized and uh, the pillar by, uh, by day and the cloud by, by the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night also seized. Wherefore Gilgal is a place of faith where God shall require you not to walk by sight anymore more but now he wants you to begin walking by faith for the just shall live by faith in Gilgal, the angel of God never showed up. In Gilgal, the commander of the armies of the living God never showed up. When it came to Jericho, why does the angel or the commander of the armies of the living God show up? Uh, Joshua 6, verse number 1. The Bible says, now Jericho was straightly or securely shut up. Nobody went in and nobody went out. Uh, there are places God has given you, uh, but they've been barricaded by the devil. Uh, and nobody can come in, nobody can come out. Uh, there were some mantles, some destinies, some places of authority and power, uh, some degrees, some universities, uh, uh, some marriages. God wants you to get in. Hallelujah. But nobody can get in and nobody can come out. Jericho was securely shut up. Listen to verse number two. And God said, now Joshua, I have given Jericho into your hand, the mighty man of valor therein, and the king thereof. Wherefore, you shall begin to surround Jericho. 
because they've given it into your hand. Listen to verse number three. And you shall surround or compass the city, all ye men of war. When God is bringing you into your destiny, you've got to be a warrior. God never uses weaklings. The Bible says men of war. Somebody shot men of war. Men who know how to get up in the morning with their Bible in their hand. Three o'clock in the morning. At 5 a.m. in the morning. Hallelujah. And said, devil, this means war. I'm not going down without a fight. I shall fight for my family. I shall fight for my home. I shall fight for my city. I shall fight for my destiny. Remember Nehemiah chapter 4, verse number 14, everybody. Can you go there with me quickly? Nehemiah chapter 4, verse number 14. The Bible says, remember the Lord your God, which is terrible and great among you. Hallelujah. And, uh, and be not afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. And fight for your brethren. Fight for your sons. Fight for your daughters. Fight for your wives. Fight for your houses. Fight for the church. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your destiny. Fight for your future. Somebody shall fight. Slap somebody. Tell them fight for your life. My God, my God. It is scriptural for you to be a man of war. Hallelujah. For you to be a man of war. You've got to be a man of war. Somebody shout a man of war. You've got to be a man or a woman of war. You've got to learn how to engage in spiritual warfare. You've got to learn the strategies the devil is using to take down generals of God, especially in this generation that we are standing in. My God, my God, my God. And the Bible says they were by Jericho. Why? Because Jericho is a place of spiritual warfare. This is where now the angels of God begin to show up. Nay, as commander of the armies of God, have come to command the armies of God into war. Before you never needed to fight against anything. But now Jericho has come. You need to enter the promised land. You need to enter some blessings but some blessings the devil has locked you out of them and you cannot get in. There are some things I don't even need God to, to intervene. But the situations I know I need God. Now some of you are lost. Did you just say there are some situations I don't need God? Oh, yes, there are some things God gave you wisdom and power over. I don't need God, hallelujah, uh, to make a decision to wash my hands after using the bathroom. I just use the wisdom God gave me, hallelujah. The devil is a liar. Because some of us are spiritualizing literally everything. And you're asking the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, can I? You know you need some shoes. And you're asking the Holy Ghost, should I buy these shoes or not? You know you need a deodorant. Holy Ghost, should I buy a deodorant or not? Just get your money and go shop around. Hallelujah. That's why he gave you the job. Just get the money and go begin shopping. Just don't go on a shopping spree. Somebody shout amen. But there are things I know I need God to intervene. There are things I know I cannot do it in my own power or my own strength. Zechariah 4 verse number 6. The Bible says, that says the Lord unto Zerubbabel. It is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit saith the Lord. There are things even your PhD and your degree cannot help you. But you need God to intervene. I've seen men who are very highly educated. They got 10 degrees over their heads. But they are so 
blockbusted and disgusted. But look at you. You ain't got no degree over your head. But you're simply blessed by the name of the living God. And look at how God has blessed you. And you're employing the people who are now PhD holders. All because it is not by might nor by power. But by the spirit of the living God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Jericho, Jericho, Jericho was securely shut up. Nobody went in and nobody went out. And because of this, there was a war over Jericho. There are some things you should never have to fight over because the Lord has given them unto you. But the reason you've got to fight over them is because the devil does not want to let them go. He does not want to let go of your money. He does not want to let go of your children. He does not want to let go of your academics. He does not want to let go of your jobs. He does not want to let go of your finances. Wherefore, you've got to fight over it. Somebody shall fight. I can't hear you. Somebody shall fight. Oh yeah, some things we should never fight over, but because the devil will fight, hallelujah, and we're wrestling against her, sometimes it shall put up a fight, making sure in as much as you're anointed, in as much, in as, much as you pray, and in as much as you're this and that, but there are some things that shall never come to you, and they shall put his foot down, wherefore you've got to stand, and having done all to stand. Lord have mercy. Jericho. And because there was a battle over Jericho, listen to what Joshua does. Joshua, uh, Joshua 6, verse number uh, 26, I believe. Or verse number 24. Verse number 26. The Bible says, And Joshua adjured them that they say, Cursed be any man before the Lord who shall ever rise up to build Jericho. What shall he do? He shall lay the gates of Jericho or the foundation of Jericho in who? In his firstborn, and he shall build up the gates thereof in his last born. Remember First Kings 16 verse number 34. In the days of Ahab, there was another king called Ahio. Actually, Ahio was not a king. He was simply a rich man. Just like you see Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or, uh, or David Kunova. Hallelujah. <sighs> oh, somebody shout amen. Mm, your name shall be counted among the great. That's what the Bible says. I shall make your name great. May God give you a great name. So Ahio, the Bethlehem, he was simply a rich man. And he built a hill of Jericho. Hallelujah. And because of his wealth, he simply wanted to build a city. A massive city where trade and craft would take place. And uh, he now to build the city. Remember, in as much as he was wealthy and rich, some things were not happening. Some things were not happening because there was a curse over Jericho. Joshua cursed Jericho because Jericho was securely shut up and nobody went in and nobody went out. So sometimes you wonder, even with all the money uh, Steve Jobs had, uh, even he could not be helped. Even all the money some other people had, they could not be helped with all of their wealth. That's how you know it is not by might nor by power. And the rest is not unto the swift, nor the battle unto the strong. But unto the people who are favored by the name of the living God. Hallelujah. So Ohio the Bethelite, he's a wealthy man. He's trying everything to build Jericho. And Jericho has refused to be built. Anybody ever try to get something and you know this is easy? I can simply go in and just get it. And sometimes you wonder there is a roadblock. You're not 
progressing. You're not doing it. You're not. It is easy for Wilson and Sister Carol to walk down the aisle. But also it's not easy to raise up over 40,000 US dollars. You need God to intervene. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he was wealthy, but he could not build Jericho. Now, because he couldn't build Jericho, in his days, remember, Ahab had brought in Jezebel. Sacrifices of human beings become okay. They were actually legalized. It is okay. Because Jezebel has come into the house of God Almighty. And in the good old days, they knew there are some things you can't do unless you put a sacrifice down. And they put a sacrifice of his firstborn son to build the foundation of Jericho. And to build the gates thereof. That means to seal the building of Jericho and to accomplish the building of Jericho. Yet to sacrifice his last born son as well. Some people are wealthy. But the Bible says, don't you be envious of the wealth of the wicked. Sometimes you don't know. They may be wealthy, but they sleep with their eyes open. Demons knocking on their windows. That's why the Bible says, for behold, he giveth his beloved. Hallelujah. It is vain for you to rise up early and to sleep late. Oh, da, 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 da. But uh, he behold, he giveth his beloved. Sleep. What does it do you to sacrifice your son, your child? You gain there. All the wealth in America, you're counted among the richest men in the United States. But you can't sleep at night. You're driving a car just worried whether you may, get, you may crash any time. You don't know. Your life is at stake. Because demons are always demanding for a sacrifice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now Elijah has gone into heaven, ladies and gentlemen. And now the mantle has rested upon the man of God called Elisha. And the Bible says in uh, 2 Kings 2, 18, And Elisha came and he tarried at Jericho. He tarried at Jericho. As he's tarrying by Jericho, the man of the city noticed, We have an anointing in our city, but before the anointing leaves, let's make good use of the anointing. Understand when God visits a land. God can visit a land simply because he sent Dr. David and Pastor Ruda Bella and Woban. It's after they are gone that people begin to realize surely there was a man and a woman of God over here. But during their days they never understood. That's why the Bible says John 1 11, he came unto his own and his own did not receive him but as many as received him to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. He came to his own. Jesus was rejected by his own. Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now Jericho, ladies and gentlemen, has a cross therein. And if you read on in Second Kings 2 verse number 19, everybody. And the man of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is what? Pleasant as my Lord seeth, but the water is bad, and the ground is barren. The water is bad. 
Jericho at one time was a beautiful city. That's why the devil was fighting over it. That nobody could come in and nobody could go out. Because it was pleasant. It was beautiful. The waters of Jericho were beautiful. The land was fruitful. Hallelujah. But now things are turned upside down and Jericho has been built again. Massive buildings and a powerful infrastructure. But the ground is barren and the water is bad. No matter how beautiful the situation looks on the outside, if you don't have good uh, water and if you don't have a productive land, you will still cry and mourn over it. And they said unto Elisha, do something about this. Listen, the Bible says the water is bad and the ground is barren. That means everything, every seed which falls into Jericho dies because the ground is barren. The ground is unproductive. Whether you plant a seed of a ministry, it shall die. A seed of a business, it shall die. A seed of a home, it shall die. A seed of a marriage, it shall die. A seed of sons and daughters, it shall die because the ground... He's barren. And we need divine intervention. We may have all the nice massive buildings, but we need the hand of the living God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And it's amazing how sometimes things are looking all beautiful and social media can be very deceptive. There are people who look, uh, very nice couples who look so beautiful on social media, holding hands and uh, taking pictures in, uh, in uh, Hollywood, California, in uh, uh, Disneyland, Orlando, hallelujah, uh, Florida, but uh, my God, by the, uh, the mess in their homes, the devil is a liar. It is stinking, looks beautiful on the outside, but it is really stinking everybody desires you or to be like you because you are in the greatest nation over the face of the earth right now but they have no idea sometimes you go home on an empty stomach sometimes uh, you have to spend a whole week without a paycheck sometimes you're struggling financially it looks good uh, to live in the u.s looks good to drive beautiful vehicles but uh, you're going back home to your single self you're going back home to an empty house. You're going back home to sit on the TV all night long, all by yourself. The situation is pleasant, but the water is bad and the ground barren. We need the hand of the living God. Somebody shout, we need the hand of God. Tell somebody, we need divine intervention. When the ground is barren, I don't care how powerful the sower is. I don't care what seeds you shall sow. I don't care if you build a church, a massive ministry, and you labor in prayer until you break the curse in the city. You shall never see fruitfulness in the land. Because the ground is barren. There are cities which are spiritually barren. Woburn is barren. Massachusetts is spiritually barren. Hallelujah. California is spiritually barren. And it is decaying. And because it is barren, even though you come and travel all night long, every Friday, guess what? You will keep staying on the same level because the ground is barren. My God, I know I'm talking to somebody. There are some situations in your very own life that maybe you can identify with as I'm speaking this word of God. You've been laboring and toiling and uh, wanting a harvest, but the ground 
he's barren. Hallelujah. We're going to deal with the barrenness over the ground, over the land, over cities, over nations, over families, over homes, even over lineages some of you come out of. There are some people, the lineages you come out of are spiritually barren, are maritally barren. Nobody shall ever marry in the bloodline. And God forbid if they marry, then the devil shall come after you. So we need to destroy the curse today. Tell somebody, we're going to destroy the curse today. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Listen to what Elisha says. Verse number 20, everybody. And they say, bring me a new cruise. Everybody, I can't hear you. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Can we read it again, everybody? What did he say? One thing we need to understand, why does Elisha specifically ask for a new cruise? Elisha could have gone and prayed over the city. Elisha could have spat on the ground like Jesus did. Elisha could have spoken over the entire city. I mean, Elisha was so anointed, as we all say, the prophet with a double portion anointing. So why does Elisha need a new cruise? I think I heard Pastor Bella talking about a new sword in 2 Samuel 21 verse number 16. How this guy was he called uh, uh, Ishbael, whatever his name is. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Some of those names are very complicated like some of your names. Amen. Uh, yeah, that's why we can't even say the, the name. Ishbael Binob. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, Ishbael Binob. God is a good guy. Imagine somebody being called Ishbael Binob. Ishbai Binob. Would you please come over here? God is an awesome God. And listen, everybody. Elisha says, bring me a new cruise. A new cruise which nobody has used before. A new cruise which is unfamiliar in the territory of the enemy. Hallelujah. One thing you and I need to understand is uh, we are living in the end times. And because we are living in the end times, uh, Revelation 12 verse number 12. The Bible says, war unto you, or inhabitants of the land and of the sea. Because the devil is come down unto you having a great wrath. Because he knoweth that he has but a very short time. Wherefore he is working over time. And somebody who has a very short time and you know you, your time has run out, you will do everything possible to make sure you're recovering all the lost time. So he's working on you. In the good old days the devil was found in shrines back in Africa. But nowadays he can wear a nice good looking suit and stand on a pulpit with a microphone and preach the holy word of God. The devil has found his way into the church. He's using new methodology and new tactics. Hallelujah. Some of them are technological weapons and some of them are biological weapons. The weapons he used to bring down Elijah are not going to be able to work on you. Wherefore also you need a new cruise to be able to work on satanic technologies which are coming up right now. The weapons he used to bring down Moses are not going to be able to work on you. Somebody shout I need a new, a new weaponry. Or oh, you need new weapons. You need a, a new entire arm 
armor so God can equip you again so you can fight the devil again and he say bring me a new cruise because the devil has been so used to the old ways we've been calling fire 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 he's used to that we've been saying the blood the blood the blood he's used to the how about we use some new tactics the Lord has never run out of tactics I simply ask the Holy Ghost what weapon should I use over here and the Lord shall drop a word in your spirit which was before your eyes but you could not see it and Elisha said give me a new cruise and put souls there give me a new cruise somebody shall give me a new cruise uh, give me a new weapon hallelujah because I'm about to engage in new warfare nowadays the devil is so cunning and very crafty he's very scheming everybody in the good old days there was no internet to watch pornography but in our days hallelujah you find born again children of the living God tongue speaking even men and women of God glued on their phones and computers watching naked people having sex because the devil has found a way with new technologies to infiltrate the house of God almighty we need a new cruise we need a new tactic. We need a new methodology to pull down diabolical principalities. Somebody shout a new cruise. If he's using technology to pull down men of God also, you need to stay ahead of the game and be able to go ahead of your enemy. Never allow your enemy to uh, subdue you using uh, a new weapons. Hallelujah. If he brings that one, ask the Holy Ghost, what shall I use right here, right now? We need new weapons. Hallelujah. We are tired of the same old things. Uh, uh, preaching every, every Sunday with no power. We need a new anointing. Uh, and the Bible says, Acts 19 verse number 11 and God wrought special miracles miracles which have been done by, by nobody God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul miracles that Elijah had not done Moses had not done them even Jesus had not done them special miracles new miracles we need a new anointing that shall cause all America to bow its knee down unto the Lord of glory somebody shout a new cruise Somebody shout a new cruise. This generation has been so used. No wonder uh, false prophets are rising up and they are coming up with uh, every kind of thing. And uh, they shall see the beans you ate last night and, uh, and all the peas you ate last night. And uh, they'll even see the kind of things you're, uh, you're, you're doing in the back closets. And uh, they shall even count the hair on your head. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, uh, the devil is a liar. And uh, this is how the devil has swayed the church because he's using new tactics to even deceive men of God. He's using new tactics to even deceive the very elect. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Bring me a new cruise. We need a new cruise. Hallelujah. Get rid of your old mentality. Get rid of your old methodologies. Old minds cannot receive new blessings. You can take new wine and put it into let me say it again. You can take new wine and put it into. You need a new gadget. You need a new mantle. You need a new anointing. Hallelujah. As you go out in the universities uh, uh, to preach the word of God. Don't preach the word. The word the apostles preach. Uh, that is old style. Hallelujah. You need a new anointing. Uh, because the apostles stood over 5,000 men without a microphone. I don't have time for that. 
God has given us the equipment. Look at all this powerful PS system. Why not do a, a big crusade in the middle of Boston? Take all these mega massive speakers and uh, a call for everybody, including the mayor and the governor. Call them to come to listen to the gospel of Jesus Christ. New methodologies, new weapons, and new crews. I need a new crews. The Bible says these mercies are new every morning. And sometimes I used to wonder why do angels of God who are in eternity and they've been there for, for a very long time, for billions of years. And the Bible says every time the Lord, uh, every time 24-7 they're falling prostrate before the uh, Lord of glory saying holy, holy. The word holy simply means uh, you are hallowed, you are consecrated. There's something new about God that every time the Lord who is eternal unfolds a new majestic splendor of his glory, hallelujah. The angels of God, even Michael, the archangel, and Gabriel, and uh, and Uriel, and Raphael, hallelujah. And all the uh, other angels of God, Fanny will mention them all, hallelujah. They see a new thing about God, and they fall down and say, Lord, you are holy, because they never saw it in the billions of years. And here you are still preaching the gospel, old style. There are some people you can never win to God the way I'm preaching right now. Sometimes we need to send out some nice, good-looking sisters to bring the brothers into the gospel. Shetoko Shatakaya. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Now they are like, well, what is wrong with the doctor? No. Don't you do, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with me, ladies and gentlemen. These are new tactics. And uh, uh, sometimes you send a man to do a woman's job. Even the devil is very wise. He knew he couldn't pull down Samson using tens of thousands of Philistines. Trust me, they tried. They used, uh, they tried 3,000 Philistines. And Samson took a jawbone of a, of a donkey, hallelujah, and killed them all in just one blow. And they said, you know what? We need a new tactic. Send Shando, Shidabo Hoshaya. Good look. And Rigabokosaya uh, shimmering with oil. Mm -hmm. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. And a woman was able to do what 10,000 soldiers could not be able to do. Uh, sometimes, hallelujah. One time I told Pastor Bella, uh, we were going to meet uh, some gentleman who was a, a good-looking, nice, young, white man. And uh, we needed some favors. And uh, I said, I'm now going to be the one to speak with him. You, we need the power of a woman over here. And she said, I'm not a prostitute. And I told her, honey, you are not a prostitute. But we are trying to use wisdom right here, right now. Because we need a man recall and if I go in with my ugly looking face I'm not going to get it but if you go in you, with your British accent and uh, oh hallelujah and uh, speaking good good afternoon sir and uh, you'll be surprised how the man in the meantime I'm simply sitting down and rejoicing hallelujah somebody shout amen mm. There are some brothers, Jacob, you'll never be able to win over to Christ. There are some brothers, Timothy, you can win unto God. That we need Sister Michelle. Sister Rebecca. We need some sisters in the house of God to go. Fetch the brothers. And the brother can come in the house of God. Some of, that's how some of us can become born again. And here we are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. We went to the church not to become born again. Well, were we fools? No. 
We went looking for women and money and, and things, but uh, thank God for the power of the gospel. You go in there with different agendas and the Lord arrests you. My God, before you know it, your tongue's speaking and uh, you're flipping out under the power of God. And uh, in two months, you're fasting uh, seven days dry. What happened? Because you got arrested by the presence of the living God. New methodologies. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yes. Sisters, God is going to use you to win a lot of men to Christ. Oh yeah. Listen to what? Jesus could not even go into Samaria. Even his disciples could not go into Samaria. So he sits at the well waiting for who? For a woman. My God. And the Lord was able to bring the whole city. And the whole city was full of men. The Bible says, and the men of the city came unto Jesus. Ah! The, way, the man of the city, she was notable among men. And the man of the city, the whole city came to Jesus because of one woman who was rejected by society because they labeled her as an adulterous woman. My God. And the Lord spoke into her life. I and she said, I perceive, sir, that you are a prophet. And the Lord said, now bring your husband here. She said, sir, I ain't got no husband. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Lord says, yes, you've said well. Because you've had five husbands and guess what? They've all died. And the one you have right now is not even your husband. Hallelujah. It now, now God speaks into her life and uh, she went screaming back into the city. She brought all her, her customers. She was known among Samaria, among the Samaritans. And uh, sometimes God will use people who are bruised and broken. People that have issues, who have been rejected by everybody else. Society has labeled you with a name. You're rejected. You're uh, broken, bruised, and uh, your old style and all of that. But God is looking for people who are broken and bruised and people that have issues. He didn't come to call the righteous but the sinners unto repentance. People like me who have a lot of issues. People like you who have a lot of issues. So if you're self-righteous, God can't use you. But if you say, Lord, here am I. I've messed up by God. I know you can use me. I'm not worthy of the list of your mercies. But Lord, I know because of your mercy and your grace, God, you can use me again. And God was able to turn around the whole city of Samaria. If you read John 4, verse number 4, the Bible says, uh, John 4, 3 and 4, he was going through to Galilee, but he must needs. He must needs, my God. Huh. John, th uh, John 4, verse number 3 and 4. He was going to, was it Galilee? But he, uh, to, he left Judea again to where? To go? To Galilee, but verse number four, he must needs go through Samaria. He needs to go through Samaria to open Samaria to the gospel. But he knows there is no way into Samaria because the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So what should I do? I need a woman. And the disciples came back and they saw Jesus talking with a woman. Sitting by himself in a corner with a woman. And they were surprised. You Lord of glory. Why are you speaking with a woman? All by yourself. But the Lord had a mission. The Lord had a mission. Hallelujah. I say the Lord had a mission. 
If God is to use you, God will bring you in a solitary place so God can, can, can speak comfortably to you. The Bible says, I shall lure you into the wilderness and I shall talk comfortably. I shall speak comfortably to you. God can lure you into a place and uh, the woman went to fetch water. She came back as an evangelist. Lord have mercy. Moses went to uh, ran away from Egypt as a killer, a desperado. He came back as a prophet. My God, Paul, uh, all the so-called Saul, he went as Saul to kill the saints of God. But on the road to Damascus, God appeared unto him and told him, now go and bring my people back to me. Hallelujah. Who am I preaching to? I said, who am I preaching to? Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Listen to what Elisha says, bring me a new cruise. Somebody say a new cruise. And then Elisha said, put salt therein, and they brought it unto him. And they put salt in the new cruise. Number one, it is a new cruise. Number two, put salt therein. Why does God need to use salt? Is it Matthew 5.13? Can we read it together? Matthew 5.13, everybody. Matthew 5.13, I can hear you. The Bible says, you are the salt of the earth. And if the salt has lost his flavor or his savor, where we shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out into and to be trodden under foot of men. Okay, so you are the salt of the earth. That means, hallelujah, because you have that seasoning ability to turn things into sweetness, into tasteful things, into delicious things. Anybody ever try to eat food without salt? I was in Africa one day, and mama happened to cook ground nuts, and they put no salt. They were tasting bitter, and I was wondering what's wrong with these ground nuts until we put salt therein, and they became so delicious. Just one small ingredient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One small ingredient. We're going to read a few scriptures here. Come with me, everybody, to Mark 9, 49 and 50. Mark 9, 49 and 50. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. Everybody, what does it say? For everyone shall be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost his saltness, wherewith shall ye season it? Have salt in yourselves have salt in yourselves have salt in yourselves Colossians 4 verse number 6 everybody Mark 9.50 said have salt in yourselves uh, Colossians 4 verse number 6 the Bible says let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer every man. People that know how to run their mouth anyhow, talk to anybody, even about your pastors anyhow. Their mouths and their tongues are not seasoned with salt. The Bible says, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt that you may know how to answer Mrs. O, you may know how to answer Elder. You may know how to answer Brother Jacob. You may know how to answer Brother Wilson. You may know how to answer several people in the house of God. Hallelujah. 
I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, why does Elisha have to use salt? The Bible talks about the covenant of salt, which I'm not going to get into that right now because that is a very lengthy hallelujah. But salt, the covenant of salt was used as a permanent covenant. A covenant which cannot be broken. Hallelujah. Which cannot be revoked. Can you come with me, everybody? Second Chronicles 13, verse number 5. We're going to read it from the Amplified and from the King James Version. From the King James Version first. first Chroni Second Chronicles 13, verse number 5. All right. Second Chronicles 13, verse number 5. Oh, should not to know that the Lord God of, of Israel gave the kingdom over, mm, over Israel to David forever, right? Even to him and to his sons. By what? He gave the kingdom. Remember Jeremiah 33 verse number 17, how Jeremiah said, for that says the Lord, uh, for David shall not lack a man or one a man to sit on the throne. Of Israel, so God swore that he, that David would never lack a man to sit on the throne of Israel. But the Bible says He gave the kingdom of Israel unto David by what? By a covenant of salt. What does that mean? Come with me to uh, uh, Numbers eighteen, verse number nine. Numbers eighteen, verse number nine, and Leviticus two thirteen. Numbers eighteen, verse number nineteen. Numbers eighteen, nineteen. The Bible says, "All they hear of offerings of the holy things." which the children of Israel offer unto the Lord, have I given thee and thy sons and thy daughters with thee by a what? By an ordinance or a statute forever. Listen, for what? Forever. Because it is what? Forever. A blood covenant is not forever. But a soul covenant is forever. A covenant whereby somebody bends over and bewitches you, it is not forever. But when God brings in a soul covenant, that's why when Elisha brought in soul, he said, for thus says the Lord, uh -huh, there shall be no more death or barrenness in this land. Uh -huh. Can you read on everybody? Okay, 